Good morning, everybody. This is Latasha Martin, and you are on the morning message on Connect, Collaborate, Create, or you're listening to us on the podcast, Power to Shoes. Thank you for the podcast listening audience that is growing each day. So today's message is called Settling for Seconds. And if you saw my space right now, you'll be like, oh my gosh, like she's got way too much going on. I got a reference on my phone, a reference from the book, a reference for all this stuff. But let's go ahead and open with a word of prayer. If you want to tag and share, that would be awesome for you to invite someone in to hear this message. And like I said, if you're on YouTube or all these other places, I would ask that you wind up in this space with our collaborators. Um, dear God, I pray today as we, as I come before these people sharing this word from you, God, I pray that it is exactly what you need it to be. Lord, I thank you so much for reminding each one of us that the biggest agenda in our lives should be following what you and your purpose is for us so that you are glorified. God, we know that you are a jealous God and that idolatry of putting other things and other ambitions before you never gets us to the destination and to be the fullness of who you desire for us to be. And so today, God, I pray that as we go into this message, that it resonates to the point of movement, God. It resonates to the point of movement, God, and that people will no longer just be hearers of the word, but they will be doers also. And so, Lord, I pray that if anyone needs instruction, that they're able to go into this message today as a motivation to do something different. And we thank you. We surrender. We acknowledge and we open ourselves up to all that you want to share and speak to our hearts today. In Jesus name. Amen. Okay, I have on my air purification system and it's too loud. Please hold. Okay, the sound should be better. At least it is for me. So today's message is called Settling for Seconds. And yesterday, if you were listening to us, you know that I hired a new young man to work on the team. He is just like this amazing ball of fire. And when I work with others, I always tell them, I'm like, you know what? You cannot teach that drive. You can always teach a skill or a competency 
might take a little bit longer than you expected, but that chutzpah, that drive, that thing that gets people um, excited and ambitious and all of this fresh energy is something that you just cannot, you can't teach it. And this morning when I was in prayer with God, one of the things that he was sharing with me, because I'm so excited about the Get Naked with God challenge, and we're preparing to put this together. And I knew I was going to need somebody else on the team. But what God was showing me today is just something different about how we settle for second, like how we settle for seconds based on our circumstances and our situations. And so I know that Maya Angelou has this statement on if someone shows you who they are, believe them. But let's flip that for a minute. And let's go into this from a spiritual text, which is in James, the second chapter, the 17th verse. It says, thus by faith itself, it does not, if it does not have works, it is dead. Hear that again. It says in James, the second chapter, the uh, in the 17th verse, and this is the King, King James version. I don't normally come out of that translation, but it says this, thus also, Faith by itself, meaning that it's talking about, you know, if if you're you're doing let, we can back up to a little bit a little bit further in the 14th to the 16th through the 17th verse, but I think it would make more sense in the NIV translation. And then we'll come back to that because that's the words that you'll hear people say often is faith without works is dead. But if you back up that text just a little bit in James, the second chapter, starting in the 14th verse, uh, in an NIV translation, it says. What good, is it, what good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, it, if, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. If it is not accompanied by action, it's dead. And then in the 18th verse, it says, but someone will say, you have faith. And then it says, I have deeds. Now, why is that such a critical point when we talk about settling for seconds? Why is that such a critical part when we think about this challenge on getting naked with God? Well, the analogy that what God was showing me this morning as I was reflecting and rejoicing on this new person that's joined the team is, is that settling for seconds is forgetting that we need to take different actions to get to different levels. Ooh, that's an amen moment. Like you should give me a number one. <laughs> Faith without actions or doing the same thing over and over and expecting to do different things with the same resources is just not going to get you somewhere else. And so one of the specific examples that happened with the young man yesterday is he's not an expert in the work that I do, but he is very hungry to learn some stuff. And one of the things I have been looking at trying to get him access to a resource and we were working on it together and we got to the place where we needed to be. And I said, this is why teamwork makes the dream work. But what does this have to do with settling for seconds? What does this have to do with settling for seconds? Let me tell you what that means is that sometimes we have been conditioned by our behaviors and our normal habits to no longer press to the best. We have been so beat down 
by our failures and our situations and the voices that we've been listening to, that we have been settling for seconds instead of listening to the now faith God who has no respect of person, who shows up in Hebrew 11, who is the same God. And I threw the Bible on the floor and that's the thing I need. Hold on. The same God who showed up for so many others in the passage of Hebrews and Hebrews is in the New Testament, which means that is the grace zone. That means that is the God who says we will do greater things zone. That is the space where God is reminding us, reminding us that we are kings and, and queens of royalty and royal lineage and royal legacy. And if we're doing things where we're pressing towards excellence or the best version or the first version, we sometimes have to be reminded that if we are settling for seconds, I want to say today, folks, that up until today, it wasn't your fault, but I'm putting you on notice. And now it's up to you to do something different. God doesn't like people to settle for seconds. Think about that. It doesn't even logically make any sense that if you're saying that you are from, you're, you're, if he shows us that he, he's our father and that we are kids, kings and queens or princess and princesses of royalty, then why will we be settling for seconds? Because we don't realize that the conditions of our minds have put us in a place of complacency of making excuses of why we don't for, go for greater and we're settling for good. We're listening to other people day by day that are distractions to our destiny. And what happens is, is we forget his purpose for our lives. And we're doing lots of activities that are taking us nowhere. The original title for today's message is Circles and Lines. I talk in circles, but if I manage a team, I need to talk in lines. Why is that, Latasha? Because if I if I'm a, if I'm working on my own and I'm just hiring contractors to work with me to plug into my insanity circle, I don't have to have anyone where I have to write a process out and explain to someone in a line what I'm doing, where I'm going, what are the goals for them to challenge me so that I stop settling for seconds. And I remember the same God who says, you know, faith by works, faith without works is dead because some of us are working and we're working and we're not producing because we're in this circle and we are in it by ourselves. And we're listening to wise counsel on things that don't even matter to what we're really trying to get to. So let's remind ourselves not of the settling for circles conversation. Let us remind ourselves of the same guide that says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commanded for. And then he gives us a ton of examples. He talks about Abel. He talks about Enoch. He talks about Noah. He talks about Abraham. Let's see who else he talks about. He yes, he, and he spends a lot of time on Abraham. And I believe that the reason that God gives us these stories is when we can't look back on our own lives, 
to remind ourselves, God, you did this before and now you're moving me somewhere else. I'm settling for circles because as I keep hitting the walls and I keep letting, I, I don't want to, I get my lazy learning on and I'm getting complacent and I'm saying stuff like, it's going to be all right. You know, if God never takes me to, oh, that, that don't even, how can you even say a statement like that if God doesn't? What can't God do? What can't God do? So when I was working with the young man yesterday, I was like, oh, God, this is just what I needed. Because unlike the contractor that can just plug into my insanity circle, this young man is going to challenge me to challenge myself to say, am I walking it like I'm talking it? And do I have faith and do I have works when God already has shown me the success formula? He's also shown me the 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 places in the place the strategy he's just shown me that i need a new team to get to the new level i want us to say together new level can you put in the comment new level <laughs> so i don't feel like i'm talking to myself and if you're watching this on the replay you can say hashtag new level and so i want to circle back to remind you even why i believe god spoke to my heart on this settling for seconds because as I was preparing for this challenge and I was going into the context of the get naked with God, it was interesting because one of the things that I said in the introduction is I was, you know, I was reading it and I was like, oh my goodness, like th this, this is true. And one of the things that I said is um, in the, on the first page, it says, as a career agent, I have had countless conversations with people who complain about their jobs or their decisions that they've made throughout life. And often these conversations are very reactive and full of excuses as to why they are not following their passion or finding their purpose. Some people blame age, others blame, they blame the number of years that they've had in a specific job or specific occupation. And then other excuses include education or wrong education, or it's not the right time for my family. And it says the list goes on and on and on. And when I was looking at that, I said, yes, these are the same excuses that I had started to say to myself as I was settling for seconds for this business. And when you settle for seconds, then any crumbs will be something that you celebrate. And what God had to show me today is no, 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 Latasha. You're going to this next level. You're doing something different. Like he says in the word, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. And so stop settling into your comfort zone. Stop getting frustrated in situations where you're saying, like, let me tell you, like I'm a data person. And so I look at data and I look at information and I make decisions on that. He even had to remind me of that as well. He says some of the same people that you're saying the now faith, and you're looking at what they did, they couldn't settle for seconds, but they definitely had to push past what the data would have said. You see what Abram and Sarah, the data would have said they could have never had a baby, but they did at like he had a baby, a child at 100 and Sarah was 90 something. 
If you look at the data with Noah, God directed him to build a boat. But mind you, it had never rained. The magnitude of this boat is humongous. So Noah had to believe now faith that God, the creator of all, could not give you information about pressing towards something that didn't make sense logically, but spiritually it made sense. And in his obedience, all the naysayers, he wasn't just talking about it. He had faith with works and he built the boat. And even his family that thought he was nuts at some point got on board. And yet it rained. It rained like it never rained before because God's purpose and God's plans don't always logically make sense. So why am I sharing this message with you today? Because some of y'all are settling for seconds, just like Latasha was. And I want to encourage and remind you today, stop settling for seconds you may have to be intentionally ignorant of your circumstances so you can step into the now faith God and strive for the excellence for his purpose where he can be glorified even in the process. Amen. Glorified in the process. And I don't care how long you've been on the insanity circle. I don't care how long you've been settling seconds. Today is a wake up call. If you will heed to the call, if you will heed to the call, and if you need a little help, maybe you need to get the Get Naked With God book. Maybe you need to start mentally preparing yourself for the Get Naked With God challenge because it is definitely coming. And I am so excited about what I believe God is gonna do with and through this challenge. I can't keep listening to the narrative in my mind. And I'm thankful to God that I had the boldness to step out on faith and to employ, not just dabble, but jump in and employ somebody who can challenge me to be better just by the simple questions of curiosity that they can ask. Because sometimes we got a good thing. You ever realize that you you didn't appreciate your home until you went to another house? or you didn't appreciate your job until you heard about somebody else's job, or you didn't appreciate your business until you heard about somebody else's business. That's the insanity circle. That's the settling for second circle. Sometimes we just need to stretch out and press out beyond what we see so we can have that now faith that God talks about in Hebrews 11.1. And we can remind ourselves that we need to take tangible actions today to strive for the number one spot of excellence so that God is saying, well done. And the world doesn't just hear you talking about it, but they hear you walking that talk, walking that talk, walk it like you talk it. I love that song by the Migos. I know that there's probably some colorful language in it, but I love it because in the video they say, walk it like you talk it, walk it like you talk it. It's a real simple message, walk it like you talk it. Walk it like you talk it. And I remind myself of that. Even there's the song by Drake I was listening to. Um, it was, and I, I, again, all I know is hooks. So I never know the other words, but it says, they know, they know, they know. Meaning that there are people watching you as an encouragement for them to press on. You are the Bible they're reading, y'all. You are the Bible they're reading. 
So when you settle for seconds, that means you are exposing them to a second level God. And that's the little G God. We need to start holding on to the big G God and pressing towards what he's calling us to do in the best way that we can. And the best way we can do it sometimes is to stop talking and to start walking. To stop talking and start walking. Walking in the things that we don't know. Believing for the visions that he's shown us. And I'm just excited about all that God is doing. I, I'm I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. I even had to press for it. Like, the, the young man had to come to the house. And I was laughing because I'm sitting up here in a face mask. And I was like, even with that, God, I need you to stop with my... We need to be cautious. So let, let me just be clear. I'm not saying that I'm not believing or practicing social distancing or any of that. But we cannot let our fears trump us from doing what we need to do in this season. Because even in COVID, God is doing some stuff. And like I said, even having a, another person looking at the stuff that God has done during COVID has challenged me to say, God, you've been doing some good stuff some good stuff. So be excited, y'all. Be excited about saying, I will no longer settle for seconds. I'd even say that, no longer. Just say no longer. Put it in a chat, put it in your mind, put it on your screensaver, text yourself, no longer. And if it feels like you're settling for seconds, mm -mm, say not my God. My God is greater than my situation. My God is greater than my circumstances. And this is the thing. Sometimes our situations and our circumstances are not even as bad as what we make them out to be. They just don't look good no more because they're ours. Ooh, that's a word. They don't look no more. They don't look good no more because they're ours. We can't even appreciate what we got because the constant messaging in our mind is reminding us that that's okay. And it's not even that good. We aren't even willing to show the world our babies that God has birthed and they are excellent because we're settling for seconds and we're shrinking when we should be standing. Oh, this message is getting to me right now. So on that note, <laughs> I'm going to tra transition to the closing prayer. God, we thank you that we will no longer settle for seconds, God. God, we are believing that we know that you are the same God of Hebrew 11 the same God that was there for Abraham and Sarah, the same God that was there for Noah, the same God that was there for Joshua, the same God that was there for Esther, the same God that was there for all of these amazing people in the word of God. Whether it was in the Old Testament or the New Testament with grace, God, I'm thanking you today that we are pressing towards the mark, forgetting the former things, having faith beyond the mustard seed, knowing that you are pushing us into a destiny that is just gonna let the world know how awesome you are, God. That our imposter syndrome and the things that make us shrink will no longer be anything other than just a little net that we swap with the faith and knowing that the battle is yours, God that we are to stay laser focused on your purpose for our lives. God, I thank you in advance for all that's gonna happen with the Get Naked With God Challenge, Lord. 
I thank you for eyes that will be open, careers that will be transformed, families that will be restored, businesses that will blow up, all because they understand that you have created us something for greater than we can see at this moment. And this circle of accountability will press us to be better. And so, dear God, I thank you so much for blessing me with the honor and the privilege to lead such an amazing movement, God, where you are gonna be glorified and amplified to a level that's even gonna blow my mind. And not because of my works, but because of all the things that you are, have put in me that I will no longer shrink and show the world, not because of what I can do, but because your will will be done on earth as you desire it to be. And so we, God, we thank you today we love you and we give you the highest praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day, everybody. I love you. God bless.